Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. We are actually the last parts of this section of this amazing work of Tamar Devara. It will change. So the next time we pick up, it's going to be a little bit of a different vibe, a little bit of a different flow. Um, albeit, at the end of the day, um, it's all very important Torah that we're learning. So the last of the 13 midas of attributes of Akash Baruch how he deals with, deals with the world, and if we live up to this, we will change the world, and we will change ourselves in the process. And actually, the, the Ramak, Moshe Kardavaro, the author, the Mechav Sefer, will stress that is Mime Kedem. Right? Mime Kedem, the days past. We mentioned last week, there were very brief midas, very brief attributes. <clears throat> um, very, very brief. Um, but there's a way to look at people, even on the undeserving. We talked about how Literally, the Torah says, treat everyone with kindness, with rachim, and with mercy, if, even if they're not deserving. And then if they're a tzaddik and they're very righteous, we, we said something which, the, which today would be thrown out in the woke world of, non, of, of, of having no equity. But we, we said last week that if someone's a tzaddik, we, they, one uh, if someone's a tzaddik, then you, you should... Um, um, sorry, if somebody is a tzaddik, uh, then, then what it should be is you should give them priority. And the reason you should give them priority is because Hashem gives them priority. Literally, Hashem would give a person who lives above and beyond, whether they're a Torah scholar or they're a simple person, but if they're living above and beyond, they'll have priority in Hashem's world that we, we talked about at length. So too, we should give this people priority. And the third attribute was people who were Rashayim, literally Rashayim, wicked people, uh, people who were undeserving how we would deal with them, and even with them, it's like positive. And today, we're going to talk about not only individuals who are in theory undeserving of our mercy and love and passion, but also um, the, what happens to Jewish people. And that's the, the Midah of Mimei Kedem from days past. Says the Ramach, this Midah, this attribute is Kishetamaz Chus Avas. When we no longer, when we no longer have the merit of our ancestors, it is axiomatic in Yiddishkeit. It is a one of the principles that we, all of us on this call, and all of us who ever hear this, whether and those who won't even hear this, uh, will have the same reality. We are dependent on the merits of Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and our ancestors who did tremendous things. That when we don't live up to it. There is an idea of zchus of us, that in the merit of our ancestors, in the merit of our ancestors, um, we are found to have mercy, and actually a lot of our tefillahs, particularly in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, stress that, uh, that we are protected, we are benefiting from the merits of our, of, of our ancestors. What happens when, the, as the Talmud says in Mesech Shabbos, when we don't have those merits anymore, when we've lost the merit due to our sins. Now, I want to just point out this refrain of Kishetamu Zuchus Ovas is it's a complex thing. I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent and I'm going to swing back on how this works. So, Dessler in Mikhtam Aliyah, Chelik Aleph, in the first of Dessler was the Mashkiach of Panavich Shiva, which for many years in Israel was. The, the most prestigious yeshiva. Um, and he was probably the, the, you know, the greatest thinker uh, for the years, in the, in the many years after the Holocaust. 
So Rav Dessen is Mikhtar Lias is the following thing. He says, he's talking about in, 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 in how you get rachamim, how you get mercy. And he says, one of the ways to get mercy is by following the ways of our, of our forefathers. We're jumping in the middle, but what his point is going to be very pertinent, very nogea, very germane to all of us. We, all of us, this is so important. When we thank Hashem for being born a Jew, when we thank Hashem that we follow Hashem's Torah, it's because... Um, we are the we inherited, and if a person converts, they, they, they buy into this. We inherited the the Yerusha of Klal Yisrael uh, from our ancestors. Our our spiritual ancestors were not just tzaddikim and tzikanis, were literally close to the, as divine as you possibly could imagine. We possibly could imagine so much so that we know that that the, the Zemus, the face of Yaakov of Jacob, which was which was Daima, which is which 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 mirrored the look of Adam of Adam before the sin is on the God's throne, whatever that means. That's how great Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Rachel, Rachel, Leah, Sarah, Rivka were. They were so great, and we get our Yerusha from them. Halohema koichas hanevesh, and therefore our spiritual DNA is imbued with midas toivas, with good to be refined character traits. It's in us. And we can come to absolute truth. We could stand against the Eight Sahara and, and do tshuva. And when a person is off that beaten trap, do tshuva because Vibald, we have this in our spiritual DNA of our of us. The Atta, and now we can understand, says Rav Dessler, what, what it means, Zuchus of us. Now, typically, People, when you hear them on the street, or when you even hear some people speak, they'll say, the schus of us is like, there's a merit. You and I have nothing to do with it, but we're lucky enough that we are born into it. Like, it's like some kind of, I'm serious, the reason I'm taking this, the time right now to explain what schus of us is, is because what Desler says, and when he explains what it means, the merit of our ancestors, is super duper important. Often, you and I will hear, Zuchus Ovis is like, it's like a merit, like we did nothing, we're not connected to it at all. Sometimes, someplace, long time ago, 3,700 years ago, 3,600 years ago, our ancestors did amazing things, and we're the beneficiaries of that, and really just we're just lucky that we have that, we come from that. No, that's just not exactly that. We actually, you and I, all of us, have this merit in our spiritual DNA, and that's what he says. It's is is It's it's the it's the the schus of the avos is the the merits that bring us a schus. And to expound it even and clarify even more, it's the kesher shal koychas zachim. All of these positive traits that we have in our spiritual DNA, hamamidim es haadam that allow us that empower us to come to ms to come to truth. To come to tzedek, to come to righteousness, shehem nikras zuchus. That is the merit. And you want to know how we're connected to our spiritual ancestors, how we're connected to our, our, our patriarchs and matriarchs. It's through these merits. Beoseinu adayin that we, you and I, and all of Klal Yisrael are still hopefully connected. We follow their. Lives of chesed, of righteousness, of Torah, of MS, of doing amazing things for, for the Jewish people. 
When we talk, we actually fulfill that. We live up to our potential. It's in us. <laughs> That's in us. That we have in our day, in our time. That we have a direct line, a direct chain that we have in, in our spirit, spiritual DNA. And uh, we connect actually back to our mitzvah Yaakov, Saruf Karachav Adayish tikva. Therefore, we could always do tshuva, and we can always fix ourselves, and that's the the merit that we have. That actually brings rachamim on us. The, what's important, what Rav was saying, is schus avos. Schus avos means something that's in you and I. It's not a merit that Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov in the in, in the in the matrix did thirty seven hundred years ago, which we're just getting getting. And when the Talmud says that there's no zuschas of us, it means you're in a generation or you're a person who does not live up to their spiritual, not only legacy, their spiritual reality. Because at any time, at any point, you and I can say, let's learn some Torah, let's live up to our Mitzvah to Yaakov, Moshe Rabbeinu, Aaron, Miriam, all of them. Let's live up to them. And we, because we have it in us, it's in our spiritual life, we can, we can live up to it. So what happens, though, when there's a generation, or there's a family, or there's people who, they have no merits, and they have no merits so much so they're not connected at all to the essence of the Yiddishkeit. They have no zchuyas, they have no merits, and usually when you have no merits, you can't be judged favorably whatsoever. So Mayasa, how does God deal with Klal Yisrael, with the nation of Israel, with the people of Israel, when there's no zchus of this? Um, and not only are they not connected to the past, they're an enum hagunam. They have their own, no, they're unworthy and no merit. Ksiv, zachar tilach chesed uraych, avas klilosayach. I won't sing it. It's a very popular song in certain places. I, um, call, I, I'm not going to try to sing it. But the Hashem remembers, I'll, I'll spare you, and I'll spare whoever listens in the future. Zachar tilach chesed uraych. Hashem remembers the kindness of our youth, the, the original love of Akala, when we were brides, when we left Egypt, Kalalia saw this apostle in Yermio, we went out as a nation from Egypt, from, from Mitzrayim, three million Jews, you have to imagine three million Jews going into the desert, to Mamish, a desert, with no water, with nothing, just some matzahs. We totally trusted in Hashem. We were total dependent on Hashem. That was... The, the greatest lo- level of trust, which Yermiel says, is a, is, is a merit. Hashem remembers these early days. Right now, we're so far away. We're so, not us, but the person right now is so far away. But how does Hashem find love? How does Hashem find mercy for a person who has no merits, or people, or a Klaiso, who has no merits, and now they have no merits, they have no, no, nothing going for them. And how is Hashem going to find mercy? He's going to remember way, way back. And there's a couple of things to think about this. Number one, number one, um, number, number one is, is that we were rewarded. We were rewarded already then. At that point, for the good we did then. But what, what, what's, the, what's, what's important to think of, to realize over here, is Hashem can go back, and even though we were rewarded way back, this is now 30, uh, 3,300 years ago, when we left Egypt for being so 
amazing. Hashem re- wants to rekindle that love. He will remember how much love we have then. It's almost like, you know, Lahavdov is a bad marriage. And the wedding night was so amazing. It was so beautiful. It was so fantastic. And the spouses were so physically close, emotionally close, so in love, right? And right now it's awful, terrible, no merit. And you want to find merit in the spouse. So you take out the wedding picture and it rekindles that love. You remember, you look, you're looking to find merit. You're looking to find something good. It could be a parent and a child. The same. There's such a bond, a relationship, and Hashem, you know, connects it. But the, the, the Mepharsh and the commentators will know it's making a difference. Do you know why Hashem can look at this as a merit? Because it really is our essence. What Hashem is really remembering is that this people or this person, their real truth was in the desert. It, the, you know why that, that causes the love? You know why that could cause Rachamin? Because even though today the person has no schus of us, or the nation has no schus of us, and they have nothing going for them, they're not doing anything good, but remember what they once were. If that is, if they can, if a person on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur can be totally inspired, totally holy, totally halig, right, totally crying out their neshama or feeling close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's who they are. That means in their core, they're really this amazing halig, holy Jew. Abravas, about what? They get caught up in life. But that's their essence. And you can't, nobody's going to come on to Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah or Perm for some people or wherever it is and be totally inspired if it's not them at some level. What allows them to be totally inspired, what allows them to be totally holy, it's because Be'etzem, intrinsically, that's who they really are. But what happens is, in life, they get caught up, they lose focus, etc. Um, and so Hashem will look back at that moment and that's the essence of the Jewish people. Or that's the essence of that person. So he'll look back at a moment of love and say, that's what they are. Actually, I want to just remember the shot. Hold on one second. Okay, I'm back. I didn't leave too long. Just remember something as I'm saying this in your honor. There is an amazing, there is an amazing part of Yalav Yavo that we say, we just said it recently on the Shredesh. Hold on. Okay. So we say in Yalav Yavo the following thing. Then we say, you should remember, he should remember us, our ancestors. He should remember Mashiach. Means it, what Hashem to remember us, give us merit. Where we connect to Hashem. And he should remember all of the Jewish people in front of him. The Abu Ram, the David Abu Ram, who was a great 14th century Spanish Gadol, who has one of the most important commentaries on the Siddur, Rav David Abu Ram, in his Siddur, he says, why does it say this? Zichron call Amcha Beis Yisrael. We already mentioned, remember Zichroninu. Remember all of us. Remember the, all the Jewish people. Why is it, is it, isn't it redundant? Isn't it repetitive? To say, next time you doubt we say Shmonesrei, with the Alavev or Bench, you're going to remember this. Why say Zichon Ko Amcha Beis Yisrael? Why does it say Lefanecha? Why does it say it like that? We remember, we said Hashem should remember all the Jewish people. Zichon Eri should remember us. 
So the, the Avarom in his Siddur says this Pasuk, Zacharti lachesen uraych, avas klosach. He literally says this Pasuk, which means what we're really saying is, and the, the, the Briskorov, I think, says this in, in his Haggadah, I know some of the commentaries actually connected to Tomer uh, Devorah, that we're, when we say in Yalav Yalav, we're saying, Hashem, even if you can find no merit, remember us back at our highest moment, because that's who we really are. We really are, if we can hit, you know, you know, if you, have, you ever see a person cry on a Rosh Hashanah Kippur, or kind, or is holy, that's who they are. Everything else, you can't get there if you're not there. It won't, that's, that's the essence of a person. Some people, with, with, some people just lose, lose their focus. That's their essence. So Hashem remembers that about us. And that Ava allows Him to have mercy on us today, even though it happened 3,300 3, 3, years ago. And then He remembers all the mitzvahs. That once He has that Racham, even though today you're seeing, you're seeing Rachman al-Islan, I'm going to be as, as frank as possible, how far Yid could be from Torah, I, 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 no one should ever look at it, but every time I see it, my heart goes out for Klal Yisrael, for the Jewish people, you look at a gay parade, these people go, go to Shalayim, dress like a bunch of rainbow, well, you got in California, you can see it in San Francisco, but it's not Yushalayim, right? I'm saying, you see these guys with rainbows and like, dressed up like all kinds of clowns and vulgar and doing, expressing themselves in all kinds of ways. Um, it, it's like, the rainbow, of course, is, is a remember, we have to have a, a, a bris between us and Shana Kavan and Shana world. It's so vite, it's so far from anything in Yiddishkeit. You look at that, that, that parade and you think to yourself, like, and by the way, some of the people protesting parade who have such hatred for the people also is wrong. I mean, I mean they have to protest the, 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 the parade, that's for, that's for sure, but not, it's the parade, not the people. But it's like you look, we're, this is the children of Amit Yaakov, this is what we, who we are. Like that, that total breach of, of what Hashem's world is supposed to be like, you know, and, and there's so many other things, examples, but like to have it in Jerusalem and to have it like flagrant like that, and they do, it's on purpose, by the way, it's not, it's, it's, it's mamish a marida, it's, it's supposed to be a rebellion. Um, and there's, I can, there's others, many things like, and you think like, how is Hashem going to look at these people as redeemable, you know? Uh, you know, not you, not I, we should, no one ever, we should know, children should be dancing in that parade, okay? No, but these were, those are Hashem's children. <laughs> Every Jew that's there is Hashem's child. And how is Hashem going to look? And by the way, there's many more cases I can say. I'm just giving an example because that's Yerushalayim of all places. You know, I, I, this is who they are. And yeah, he'll look at that and he'll say, how can I look at a merit at every Jew who's there? That's, because their essence, and even if it's not their essence, their ancestors' essence, that Nimrod, that Boaz, that Baruch, dancing in that parade, had a, had a bubby in Budapest, or in Prague, or in Warsaw, or a great-great-grandmother, or in, in Baghdad, or in Fez, or in Casablanca, or in Aleppo, who, would, who was saying to him, who was crying. You know, and, and, and or, or or it may have to even go farther back. It may have to go all the way to to Rashi's generation or to the Rambam's generation. But there's some. There's going to Hashem is going to look for merit based on that. So remember all of the mitzvahs that was connected to that, to that to that family to find some merit and say, you know what, that that kid dancing that parade in him are those bubbies and zaydis and saftas and savas and 
whatever omas and momas, whatever they, whatever you want to call it, they, you know, and it, in that person, yeah, in that person who's waving a flag, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in laws, I don't believe in mitzvahs, I don't believe in anything that's important in life. That's what the flag saying. <laughs> that's what it's saying. I don't care. I will flip around myself. I'll flip around the generation. And you have to let me, or you're a homophobe, or you're a racist, or you're a terrible person. That's what that flag waving is. That they're waving that pride flag to say, I don't care. That's the flag is. You can't tell me how to live. You can't tell me what the Bible says. You can't tell me there's a God of the world who says differently. They may not articulate that. That may not be set out. That is the message. That is the message of that. The message is, is that there is no law, there is no reality of the world that's going to tell me what I should do and how I should live. And if I want to dance naked at a parade like that, which there's a lot of nudity in those parades, I will do it even in Jerusalem, even in the place where God's temple was. Um, I'm not saying it's unique to that. There's, there's other, other things like that. But even there, even in that, Hashem is going to look, doesn't mean, how to find Rachamim, how to find mercy. And, and you know what the crazy thing is? In the people there, there is something to find mercy with. Because in them, deep down, is all of the schos of us, even though right now there's no schos of us. Even though there's no connection, perhaps. I'm not saying everyone at that parade, there could be some people who are different, but I'm saying the, the essence of the parade is, is really a rebellion against the, the Bria Sa'ilam, against the creator, creation of the world, the creator of the world. Um, and Hashem looks at this Ava, the Chalminus Toyosh Shekash Baruch Humanik Ba'ma and he looks at all of the Midas Toyos Hashem that he, he, he rolled in the Kulam. Obviously, he makes a school like literally a, like a, a, a way to, to have Rachamim, to have mercy. And he says, it's actually in the Lashon of the Zayar and Parshas Naso, and it's in Idra. This is the greatest Midam. So I mean, it can be Mamish, the, the farthest away possible from Hashem, even farther than that. You know, I hate to think of where. A lot of our youth today are being educated, and how they're being educated. That like they're so mechukal on so many things. I just saw this week the pupil in this country, in the country, in the country whose coin says "In God We Trust," is now twenty nine percent of this country. And the latest pupil said they are not affiliated with religion whatsoever. So, and they, when they first did this poll in two thousand and seven, I believe I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to memorize, but it did, it did hit me. It was 17%. I mean, it's almost in 15 years, went from 17 to 29%, have no shaykhs to any real religion. There's like, people are way less thinking about, and there's all kinds of things that come from that, from lifestyle to drug use to whatever it may be. Um, so, but, but there's still, a, a, Hashem will look at the Jewish people and say, no matter who you are, they, they, I, I have a love for them, where they once were, or where their ancestors once were, and that's how the point of Rachman, that is the greatest level of Midas of Rachman. You understand? That's the greatest level Hashem looks to love every Jew and to love Klai Yisrael as a whole. Now we're always learning back to ourselves now. That's how Hashem will deal with the Jewish people and the Jews. We too, we, by the way, and Gentiles, but there's a little bit of a difference, we're not going to go to right now, but we were dealing with all people, all people. You can't, you can't find any favor. You look at this person, there is nothing good you can find about this person. They have no tzchos, they have no merit. Why would I have any mercy on this person? They have nothing redeemable, nothing valuable. Uh, there was a point that they didn't send. 
there was a point, and I must say, again, I, I mentioned this almost every class, and, and I say this because you're all, uh, I, know, I know all these, I, I, all, I, I can see from the, the, the downloads, there's a lot more people I'm sure I don't know from the downloads online, but everyone on the call I do know. Uh, not, on the website, I can't tell you who's who, but, I, you know, we all worked together at one point in San Jose, and uh, in other different states, but, 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 you know, and I heard many times people come into my office about relatives, about neighbors, who they literally, and for those who are listening and don't know, Amachad is a place of great love and great care, but people would come into my place, into my office, and like they want to kill somebody, or they want to cut somebody off, or, or disown, disengage, um, hurt. Again, it was, wasn't daily, but... but you could sometimes you would hear a person, you know, even in the most loving community like Kamakar, like, like, so like, when you think about relatives, I mean, there are people who want to cut off people for minor offenses or not hang out with them or, or have very little to do with them or, or move on from them. You know, and, and, they, and, and, and we're looking here, you can't find, you can't find anything good. You can't find any, any positivity, any, anything you can have mercy or a neighbor. I mean, I, I, I remember... Hashem looks at us and remembers the point. There, there, whenever you have, and this is a, seriously, whenever you have two friends who something snaps and you don't go back, that's like crazy to me. You don't have to be best friends with everyone forever, but you, if you can't remember when you were a good friend, they were good to you. Somebody was good. You were a good friend. There was a point that they helped you. There was a point of relationship. And so now life moved on. But, but the relationship, Shabot, that's eternal. That hasn't disappeared. See, so here you have, here you have Hashem looking back 3,700 years, 3,500 years at the Jewish people trying to find some. And so when we're going to live like a Kaddish Baruch how are we going to do this? You're going to look at that. Here's, there must be a moment. This is a person that wasn't a friend. I mean, I'm saying, to me, it's like crazy when you have like neighbors or friends or relatives who were very good to you or I or somebody at some time and then like, eh, doesn't count anymore. No, of course. What do you mean? What do you mean? That, that's, the, that's the beachhead of relationship for the future and for mercy. And, 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 and as far as Yiddishkeit and Hashem deals with us and the Jewish people in the world, there's no, it doesn't, there's no, the time does not elapse good things. It doesn't take away from the reality of it. Right? We ourselves are dependent on that mercy. So you look at a person who, who you can't find any merit, and it was said that this person at one point didn't sin. For also saw it could be at that earlier period of time, they were they were kosher. They were three years old. They were three. They were good. <laughs> they were three. They were good. And, and, and even if you can't even remember them, the three they were good. When they were nursing from their mother, there is no person. There is a year. Just this is Judaism, everybody. My friends. The essence of Yiddishkeit is right this line. There is nobody in the world. It doesn't mean you can't, that, that people who endanger the Jewish people, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, we don't fight people who are going to try to bring reform marriage into Israel or affect the Kaisal. Yeah, we fight them. But we're fighting their policies or their actions or their deeds. We love every Jew intimately, uh, you know, with, with, with a passion to realize that they too are children of Hashem. And every Jew you daven for. If you can help a person, it's not any person in the world. You can help them, 
or mispal al shlomo alav. You know who the greatest example is? Avram Avinu will daven for stone. A stone was one big parade on steroids. Okay, the whole essence of stone was every law. They, of course, Sodom and comes from there. I'm not going to tell you any condition, but every law in stone was was crooked. It, you had a, 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 a system. If you gave charity, they would kill you for giving charity. And yet, Avram Avinu will daven for them because he would look. At one point, there are people at stone who had some reason to have mercy. We, and this is so, if we want to follow in the ways of Hashem, we need to be able to see in everyone. And the reason I swung back to family and neighbors and relatives and, and, and showgoers and even our enemies is there's, never, there's always a point you have to have Rachel and Jew. If a person feels hatred, you know, I, 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 this I've said not this year, but I said it many years ago and many times, um, when he explains sinas chinam, he says sinas chinam, right? It's 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 hatred for no reason. What do you mean hatred for no reason? So he gave an example, a beautiful example. It's such an amazing example. He said, imagine you have a kid who's playing with a pencil during class. You're a teacher. You're playing with the kids. The kids playing with the pencil and and and, uh, and, and disrupting the class. But why not me? Playing with the pencil. It's annoying to the teacher. Annoying to the kids. And the teacher comes and takes a bat and smashes his hand and breaks his hand for playing the pencil. So the parents come in, like, they're going to sue, they're going to scream, what are you doing, my kid? He broke his hand. He says, play the pencil. <laughs> play the pencil? You broke his hand. So Chinnah means whatever the reason is to hate a person, it's not parallel. To hate a Jew, any Jew, there's never should be in the heart of a Jew. You know, and, and the way Hashem deals with us, sometimes he has to punish us. And of course, we'll have to deal with certain relationships with certain people with a level of, of boundaries and borders and even could be go to base then if, if necessary in certain kinds. But there's always, always a feeling also of Rachamim. A Yid loves all Jews and dominates for all Jews and cares about all Jews. And that's how Hashem deals with us. And even somebody who can't find any merit, they are the essence of a, of a Russia, and you may even have to fight against them sometimes. You may have to even, if, if it's dealing with on a, on a, on a high level, if you're at, you know, but you still have to love them. And that's how Hashem loves us. That, that's, that, that's the Nimei Kevin. Even Hashem looks at all of us, the Jewish people, even if a person lost that connection completely to the discuss of us, he still looks to find um, mercy uh, uh, oh, 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 with us. I just lost the place over here. One second. Okay. Ka, I, ka, uh, so then, so then, then um, I get a little seal over here. Ad kanegiu shloshes reimidus. So until then, this is the end of the, this part of the book. It's next next chapter is actually going to get. He'll work on certain midas, which we'll get to, and actually it's a little bit more Kabbalistic, which is going to be, because again, we have to remember the Ramak was one of the teachers of the Arizal and many other Sfat uh, Kabbalists. So he, he, most of his works, you and I aren't going to understand. <laughs> it's like, you know, meta, metaphysics on Kabbalah, like on the highest levels of Kabbalah. This is a work we could learn together and certainly gain and glean a tremendous amount of how Hashem deals with us and how we should deal with others. But this will finish this chapter, this part, and we'll go on to the different, some of the other parts as well. But 
Ad Khan says the Ramaki Gishosimidas. Shabahanya Adam Daima El Kaino that we should in if we these are how the thirteen minutes, thirteen attributes how Hashem deals with the world and how we can resemble, we can live up to the divine us. Shemida Shorakam Yalyanas. These are the these are attributes of supernal mercy of of why all of us are on this phone call. Why there's a Jewish people 3,700 years later. And why every day, Jew, the, the fact that there are almost 7 million Jews living in Israel, surrounded by hundreds of millions of Arabs, and a billion to, and a half to 2 billion Muslims who would like to destroy them. And it's only, uh, we, we thank Hashem for all the soldiers who are putting their lives in line, but it's only Hashem's mercy <laughs> that we're still there. Right? It's only Hashem's mercy that there's shoals around the world, there's Torah, uh, and yeshivas and Hasidic groups and all kinds of good Jews of Sephardic, Ashkenazi, you name it. And all of this, after every kind of inquisition in pogrom and holocaust, in, when we live up to it and we don't live up, it's because Hashem's mercy is supernal mercy that makes the miracle of, of the Jewish people and the world. The world's um, and the skula is, here's, this is I, and this is how I started meaning, that the reason I decided to learn this work and, and it's because I was thinking to myself, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and I'm just going to go back how I started this, and before we go to the next topic, next week, I think Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, here I'm looking for Hashem's mercy. It was a year and a half into COVID, and like, you know, it's, you feel like there's a million things that can go right and wrong in the world, and you're looking for Hashem's mercy. It's like, we, we need to have this mercy today. It's, it bothers me to no end. I remember, you know, when COVID first happened, I was in the Holy City of San Jose, and I mentioned to a few people, I'm going to look to write some kind of article, you know. I, and it was very hard to get an article. And I, I've written many articles because every newspaper was saturated with articles. It was the, the last thing any editorial staff wanted was an article on COVID. Um, and none of them was, was any mention of Hashem, of God, of self-reflection, of purpose of the world, existential thought. It was all about masks, all about social distancing, all about Wuhan and China, and of course the press trying to get Trump and everything they could, and Trump feeding that press to give him plenty of ammunition <laughs> to do exactly that. You know, but there's no mention, no thought about, and I think to myself, like, what? The, and the, this, is, this is the biggest cataclysmic event in our, of our lifetime. And like, we can get, our normalcy could become a world of where the question, now it's vaccines and boosters, I'm not saying I, I took the vaccine, I had another the vaccine, uh, you know, whatever. I, I mean, of course, if you do our due diligence, not what California thinks is due diligence, but what, you know, what other states think is due diligence, uh, like Florida. Uh, but we have to do our due, due diligence, or Texas lately. Uh, but we have to do our what, what normal, 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 normal due diligence. But, but the whole point of it is we need some mercy. And how do we bring Hashem's mercy unto us, unto our families, to the Jewish people, to the world? The way we act, if we act with, like, mention, if we act divine, Hashem will bring down the shefa, the, the influence, the spiritual influences from above. The way we judge others, we judge ourselves always. If we judge people with a narrow eye, with a jaundiced eye, with, with negativity, with, 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 with hatred sometimes, because they didn't live up to it, then Hashem will look at us and the Jewish people Khalil the same way. Exactly the way we're going to act to others. Now, it's, it's an amazing thing. Certainly, tzaddikim, the righteous, it's actually a, 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 one of the 
the, the, it's in general in Kabbalah, the Hasidim focus on this in particular, that the righteous don't just help themselves, they help the entire world. They, they uplift the world. Their actions are literally giving serious spiritual sustenance. The Gemara says, Rechinim and Daisa, one of the greatest sages, the world of Gemara Tainas, for those learning Dafyomi, it was just discussed with Rechinim and Daisa. Um, you know, he, the world, survives at him. And when you and I, everyone is called, when you and I do good deeds and we, we cleanse the world spiritually, we also raise the world. We raise the world. We help, we bring mercy for sure on ourselves and our family. But on the world itself, we're, we're connected in. Don't underestimate these 13 midas. <laughs> Don't underestimate the importance of them. And the Pasuk that teaches these 13 character traits, these 13 attributes of Hashem, of Hashem Hashem, or, me, or the Pasuk in Micha, which we say during Hashem, should be fluent on our tongue. So we should remember it. When you're going to meet people, you're going to have moments, you're going to see things, we're all constantly you know, judging and being judged. And acting and being acted towards. If you want to do the right thing, we have to follow in the way of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, in the way of on the way of our ancestors, the way the Jewish way. This is the be followed on. And if you can't, even if it's challenging, this is, this is an amazing thing I'll say. When there's a moment where we all will have a moment where somebody ticks us off, annoys us, disappoints us, traumatizes us, whatever it may be, or the Jewish people, right? I don't want to leave this cat. If this is how Hashem would deal with it, this is what I want to deal with it. When a person does that, they, at that moment, and even if they're doing it for the reward, that itself is because it's an amazing thing. It, I'm, I'm going to do this because this is what Hashem wants from me, and this is how Hashem deals with the world. As challenging as this moment may be. You bring that midah into the world. A person brings, what happens really that is, is when we act in one of these ways, it, it could be like this midah, for example, that the ultimate, you look at a person who hurt you, or disappointed you, or didn't do anything to you, but disappointed or hurt or, or traumatized someone else, and you daven for them, or you help them in a way which doesn't hurt the Torah, again, again things which, which obviously we, negative things we have to fight, to the extent, or, 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 or block, or, or, or discipline, or put boundaries, but when it's not for that, it's just the person themselves, when, you, when you, they hurt or you hurt them, you daven, you help them, and you say, this is the way Hashem did. You're bringing that meat into the world. You know how you bring rachamim into the world? You know how you bring mercy in the world? By, bringing, by, by you doing it. By us doing it. When we do mercy, it brings mercy into the world. When we're kind in a moment of non-kindness, when we're, when we're judged positively in a moment where everything looks negative, Again, and do the right thing. It doesn't mean kumbaya and let sinners sin. <laughs> it means that even the sinner has a value and will treat them as, as, a, as a mensch to the extent they could. And, or, or it's a personal thing, it's a relative, it's a neighbor, it's, a, it's you know, I hate to say it, you know, there are, are, there are religious figures who could be disappointing in some days or are not disappointing and you're just judging them wrong, right? I think that personally. But, uh, you know, it, whatever, it may, whatever it may be, and a person looks at it and they grab onto this meter because this is, how Hashem deals with the world and Hashem deals with each one of us, that moment they bring that midah, they, not only do they live that midah, they concretize that attribute in the world itself. They bring down that midah on the world of Shalotis Alim. It, it, it doesn't get lost. 
that mida, that mercy doesn't get lost in this world. On the contrary, when we live the divine, we bring the divine to the world. And when we bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the world, we bring mercy, we bring rachamim, we bring bracha, we bring blessing. Baruch Hashem Lo'ilam. Amen v'amen, as the verse says in Tehillim, in Psalms, Blessed are Hashem forever. Amen v'amen. When we live up to this, we will be blessed, our children will be blessed, Klai Yisrael will be blessed, the world will be blessed, and we'll have nothing. We won't have to wear any masks, even California. Wherever we are, we'll have bracha in our lives. Everybody said, we just finished this chapter, uh, which really finishes, we'll go on to a, a different topic, but I must say, I have benefited from learning with all of you on this, and I'm t- on, a, on a very deep level. The more one reviews this, the better we will be and the better the world will be. Okay, thank you. This ends this part of